Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is, Have We Talked to These People? Let's pray. Father, we come today ready and hungry to receive from you, Father. Thank you for helping us, Father, to follow you more closely. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, we're going to talk today about this topic. Have we talked to these people? My friends, there are people that we regularly see in our lives. Have we talked to them about Jesus? Sometimes people want to go to a foreign land to share Jesus, and they haven't even shared Jesus with those that they know in their own state. Who are these people that we regularly see in our lives? How about close family? Have we talked to them about Jesus? How about our family that we don't see as often, maybe once a month or a few times a year? Have we talked to them about Jesus? How about the people that we work with? How about those that we see regularly out in life, like a gas station attendant, the server at the coffee shop or the donut shop, the folks at the ball games, the folks at church? Hmm, did I just say that? Yeah, the folks at church. Are they born again? like Jesus said we have to be to make it to heaven? How about the neighbors? How about you ladies and the nail salon or the beauty shop or for all of us, the grocery store, the hardware store, and the list goes on. I talked to one of those people in my circle of life today that I see a few times a year, and I typically talk to them about Jesus. And this person is in the service industry. They see hundreds of people per year on a regular basis. So after I talked to this person about Jesus, I asked them, how many other people over the years have talked to you about Jesus? Their answer kind of shocked me and saddened me both. They basically said no one. But then again, why should I have been surprised? Only one person has ever tried to reach out to me to make sure I was born again in my 61 years of life. Remember that hypothetical town I talked about on my podcast back in February? It was a hypothetical town of 100,000 people that had 20,000 Christians. And if they all witnessed to one person a day, that would be 7.3 million times that people were witnessed to about Jesus in just one year. Or 10 years, that will be 73 million times that people were witnessed to. So if they just witnessed to the lost people in that town, the 80,000 non-Christians, that would mean that each of those non-Christians would have been talked to about Jesus over 900 times in 10 years. Let me say that again. Over 900 times in 10 years for those non-Christians. So why has this person I talked to today only been witnessed to by me in 20-plus years? Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not bragging on me. There are many, many people over the years that I've missed the opportunity to witness to. But as a Christian nation, where were the 900-plus other times that my friend should have been witnessed to? Why has only one person ever tried to share the born-again message of Jesus with this person. If you are one of those that has not started regularly witnessing to the lost about Jesus, can I plead with you to start? 
Now, I'm not talking about telling the people about your denominational beliefs. I'm talking about what Jesus told us in John chapter 3. Let's go there. John chapter 3 in the Amplified Bible, the new birth, verse 1. Now, there was a certain man among the Pharisees called Nicodemus, a ruler, member of the Sanhedrin among the Jews. Two, who came to Jesus at night and said to him, Rabbi or teacher, we know without any doubt that you have come from God as a teacher, for no one can do these signs, these wonders, these attesting miracles that you do unless God is with him. Three, Jesus answered him, I assure you and most solemnly say to you, unless a person is born again, reborn from above, spiritually transformed, renewed, sanctified, he cannot ever see and experience the kingdom of God. Folks, so Jesus tells this well-respected religious person he must be born again to experience the kingdom of God or heaven. Jesus shows us here that religion will not get us to heaven, only being born again. Another person I witnessed to today told me they were going to heaven because they were good to other people. Sounds good, but there isn't any Bible support for that belief. Verse 4, Nicodemus said to him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter his mother's womb a second time and be born? Can he? My friends, religion questions Jesus about why I would have to be born again. And so do many people that you'll witness to today, but it doesn't change the truth. Five, Jesus answered, I assure you and most solemnly say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot ever enter the kingdom of God. Folks, the choice of those you and I share Jesus with is will they choose their denominational beliefs or their feelings or the expert on TV or the internet? Or will they believe what Jesus said? Unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot ever enter the kingdom of God. Six, that which is born of the flesh is flesh, the physical and merely physical, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Seven, do not be surprised that I have told you, you must be born again, reborn from above, spiritually transformed, renewed, sanctified. Eight, the wind blows where it wishes, and you hear its sound, but you do not know where it is coming from and where it is going. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. Nine, Nicodemus said to him, How can these things be possible? My friends, more doubts from Nicodemus, because this didn't line up with his religious beliefs from man. Ten, Jesus replied, you are the great and well-known teacher of Israel, and yet you do not know or understand these things from Scripture? 11. I assure you and most solemnly say to you, we speak only of what we absolutely know and testify about what we have actually seen as eyewitnesses, and still you reject our evidence and do not accept our testimony. 12. If I told you earthly things, that is, things that happen right here on earth, and you do not believe, how will you believe and trust me if I tell you heavenly things? 13. No one has gone up into heaven, 
But there is one who came down from heaven, the Son of Man himself, whose home is in heaven. 14. Just as Moses lifted up the bronze serpent in the desert on a pole, so must the Son of Man be lifted up on the cross. 15. So that whoever believes will in him have eternal life after physical death and will actually live forever. Folks, that is our message to the lost. If they put their total trust in Jesus, they'll live forever in heaven. How and why? Verse 16, For God so greatly loved and dearly prized the world that he even gave his one and only begotten Son so that whoever believes and trusts in him as Savior shall not perish but have eternal life. 17. For God did not send the Son into the world to judge and condemn the world, that is, to initiate the final judgment of the world, but that the world might be saved through him. 18. Whoever believes and has decided to trust in him as personal Savior and Lord is not judged. For this one, there is no judgment, no rejection, no condemnation, but the one who does not believe and has decided to reject him as personal Savior and Lord, is judged already, that one has been convicted and sentenced because he has not believed and trusted in the name of the one and only begotten Son of God, the one who is truly unique, the only one of his kind, the one who alone can save him. My friends, have we talked to the people I mentioned at the start? the people that we see in life on a regular basis, we have more of a relationship with those people than the person we just met. I implore you, don't wait. Talk to them the next opportunity you get. And you do your part and let God do his part. And then remember the people we witness to. They choose to accept or deny the message of the cross, Jesus Christ. God bless you for your obedience to the Lord in witnessing to the lost, the Great Commission. Let's pray. Father, we choose to be a bright light in this world, Father, to witness to the lost. You called us, Father, to witness to the lost. We refuse to continue to make excuses and choose to follow you, Father, to listen to you, to obey you, and to witness to those we come into contact with, Father. And thank you for helping us. Thank you that you're with us. In Jesus' name, Amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at CelebrateJesusMinistry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.